Local Content Podcast, your go-to source for content creation, strategy, and business inspiration. I'm your host, Mel Daniels, content strategist, coach, and speaker, empowering women across the globe to grow their business with powerful content that connects, nurtures, and converts. So if you're ready to create standout content that gets you noticed and remembered, or build an aligned audience who love you and are ready to buy from you, you're in the right place. I believe that content has the power to connect us all. It's up to you how you use it. Listen in for genuine and insightful chats with guests, as well as practical tools and strategies from me. It's so lovely to have you here. Let's dive into the show. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 48 of the Powerful Content Podcast. Oh my goodness, we're edging closer to that 50 episodes. Can you believe it? I simply can't. And also a year anniversary, which quite simply blows my mind. I've actually got something fun planned to celebrate the first anniversary. So without giving too much away, though, if you're interested to find out what it is, pop on down to the show notes so you can get in on the action early. Now, in today's episode, I thought I'd do something a little different. I've noticed quite a few articles and podcasts lately around predictions for the upcoming year or things you need to be doing this year. So I thought I'd put my own little twist on the subject and talk about predictions that you shouldn't be following in the content marketing space. Well, at least not without a bit of research or caution. Anyway, so we're going to start off with a big one. Artificial intelligence, AI. In case you've been hiding under a rock lately, chat around this has absolutely exploded in the content space recently, and rightly so, really. Technology is absolutely streaming forward, and there's no doubt that AI in general will become a part of our daily lives, and in particular, as part of our content strategy and creation lives too. Now, AI is just quite simply a highly automated system that outperforms humans at most economically valuable work. Hmm, interesting definition, isn't it? It's going to outperform humans. I do question that when it comes to content, but a little more on that later. AI can be used to do anything when it comes to content, and I mean anything. So it can write a blog for you. It can write a podcast script for you. It can come up with ideas or headlines or write your social media posts for you. So you're probably thinking, hello, Mel, (laughs) why wouldn't I want to use it? It's going to make my life easier. Most definitely it will. And creating content more quick, for sure. Absolutely. It's going to. So whilst I'm not a against using AI and the emerging technology for content, I just want to make one thing very, very clear. Content has the power to connect us all, but it's up to us how we use it. So when you create it and use it with purpose, mindful of that person who will be consuming it, and most importantly, creating it in a way that feels right for you, then that, my friends, is powerful content. Now go back to episode six, the key to powerful content to understand more about this concept. But let's just revisit it briefly for a moment here. First of all, let's start with the purpose of content. This is big picture stuff, I know, but it really does relate to how we are going to use AI 
in the future when it comes to our content marketing. So the purpose of content, there is two main purposes. The first is to showcase who you are, to really let your ideal client in to your life, to understand your values, your beliefs, what you stand for, what you don't stand for as well. And the second thing is that content is used to move your ideal client through that client journey with you. And remember the client journey is five phases, starts with connect, then subscribe, nurture, convert, and onboard. Okay, so we're using content to do those things. And I don't believe that AI can really do either of these very, very well. It certainly can't be you, it can't think like you, and it can't create content that is uniquely you. And second of all, if we're thinking about that client journey, what is the very first stage of that client journey? It's connect. And if you can't connect with your ideal client, then you can't expect them to carry on that client journey with you and go on to subscribe to your email list, allow them to be nurtured or even convert. And I don't believe that AI has the power just yet to be me, to think like me and to create like me in a unique and beautiful way that just sounds like me. So I think that we've got a little bit of a way to go before we can start using AI for powerful content. Now, secondly, to be a powerful content creator, which is what we all aspire to be, then we need to be mindful of two things. The who, who your ideal client is, and the you, how you love to create and share your beautiful message with the world. So when it comes to our choice of how we use content, we can use it for good or evil, we can use it for purpose or noise, or we can use it for impact or self-promotion. Now, the main thing I want to focus on here is the purpose versus noise. How are we going to use our content in this space? And more importantly, if we choose to use AI, are we creating content and sharing content with purpose? It's true that if we all use AI to produce content quickly, then we are really creating content for content's sake. And are we adding to the already digitally generic content world. <laughs> Food for thought, right? In a noisy and digitally cluttered online space, the only way to stand out is to be human, to be you, to have thought leadership, have a unique perspective that targets your niche at the right place at the right time. And I don't believe that AI can deliver that just yet. Okay, so there's a few reasons why I wouldn't use AI in my business. It's not powerful. It really does add to the noise out there rather than having a specific purpose like human creator content does. And it really doesn't showcase your uniqueness, your tone of voice, your humor, your you-ness. <laughs> I really don't think that can be replicated by systems or computers just yet. So going on from that, I really wouldn't use it for creating core content. So that's your blog, your podcast, or your video. So I also wouldn't use it for connection pieces of content. So primarily I'm thinking of social media content that really allows our ideal client to get to know us better and gets to the heart of the challenges and the problems that they're having and the transformations and outcomes that we can actually provide for them. So there are some situations where I potentially would use it though. 
I think that it's a really powerful tool for inspiration. Although once again, you need to be careful with it. I recently used AI to come up with some ideas for a headline for my email marketing. And interestingly, all of the ideas that it gave me didn't really sound like me, but I decided to use one anyway to see what impact it would have on my open rates. So it will be interesting to see what the impact of that is. Other places where I would use it is if I perhaps needed some grammatical help with my writing. If I didn't feel confident in writing a blog, I may use it as a basis for ideas and points. I would potentially use it for some alternative promotional copy, perhaps for my lead magnets or just general promotion of my offers and services. And also coming up with alternative copy for things like Pinterest. So without going into the intricacies of the amazing platform that Pinterest is, you can have multiple pins for the one thing. So if I'm pinning about a blog that I've written, I might write one snippet for it and get AI to come up with two alternative pieces of copy that are fairly similar. So there are situations where I could and would use AI, but I don't think that it's the be all and end all and the amazing solution that so many people think that it is. So I guess my final word on this is if you're going to use it, use it with caution. Now, my second prediction is following trends. So I see this a lot, especially in the content space, and it's, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing to follow a trend. I'm not saying that you may learn a new skill, you may gain confidence and end up moving your business forward, but it's a really hard one, right? So there's that FOMO factor, that fear of missing out. The fact that every expert out there is telling you that you have to do this one thing and you're going to get more followers. You're going to get more people on your email list. You're going to make sales. And it's that FOMO that is really driving us to continue to follow trends. Yes, there may be ways to influence algorithms and get more eyeballs on your content and get more followers. But what I want you to think about here is, is this really serving you? And is it really serving your audience? So as an example, to get more followers on Instagram, the trend at the moment is to serve up reels. And the trend with reels is to use trending audio to help you expand your reach. But is this really what you need? Do you need more people rather than aligned people? I suggest not. So just on this, I'm going to have a little bit of a rant. (laughs) So bear with me. But please, please, please be wary of Instagram experts who tell you that Using trending audio and using reels is the only way to grow your account because that's how they've done it. And yes, they may have acquired thousands, tens of thousands more followers by using this. But how do you think they've done it? How do you think they've done it? They've done it because they've conditioned you that you have to use trending audio. And guess what? Their reels are mostly tips on the current trending audio. So just be wary and really think about things when people are telling you to follow those trends. Anyway, I'm not saying, you know, don't try new things because 100% that's how we grow, that's how we test things, that's how we adapt. All I'm saying is don't feel the pressure to try the latest trend just because. It's also really interesting that I've seen a couple of big names out there just this past week with a message around being original and being yourself when it comes to your content. And this 
couldn't be more true. I've always talked about doing content your way in line with who you are as a content creator and as a person. Following trends is the exact opposite, unless it feeds into how you like to create content. And by the way, if you want to know your content creator archetype and how to use it to your advantage when creating content, make sure you take my quiz. The link's in the show notes. But above all, what I really want to say about trends is be strategic, be powerful, and be mindful of your time, energy, and resources. Okay, so let's move on to the third prediction that I don't think that you should necessarily be following this year, and that is around creating more content to be visible. Oh my goodness, this couldn't be further from the truth. This is really firstly buying into that real digital and content creation economy mentality. And this kind of fits into my thoughts I've just shared around the creation of more content for us to consume with the increased use of AI to produce our content for us. But once again, this isn't being powerful with our content. Creating more is not being powerful. When you support yourself with a super simple framework, there is absolutely no reason why you need to feel the pressure to create more content to get your client's attention. Now, you know how much I love the power of reimagination. So make sure you go back and listen to episode 10, The Power of Reimagination, if you haven't listened to it yet. So you can really understand the how behind reusing what you've already created for different parts of your content ecosystem. But that trend to create more content just adds to the pressure and feeling of having or needing to do more and be more places in order to be successful. And I truly, truly do not prescribe to this at all. So most people think that visibility is about being everywhere all the time. And therefore, the more content you create, the more visible you are. Mm -mm, I disagree. (laughs) Visibility is about consistency. It's about having that clear message and communicating your beliefs in a way that draws in your ideal client and takes them on a journey with you. It's about being that leader in your community. So please, 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 please do not buy into the notion that you'll get noticed and remembered if you create more. In reality, I want content creation to be fun. I want it to be easy. I want it to feel joyous for you. So it really needs to fit in with who you are as a person and how you love to show up and serve your ideal client. It's not about more. It's about doing what feels good. And once again, it comes back to acknowledging your time, your energy, and your resources that you have available and honoring yourself and honoring your phase of life and knowing that you can still be successful and reach your ideal clients in a genuine and connected way that feels good for you. Okay, so I've given you three predictions that I think that you shouldn't follow in 2023. So what do I think that you should be doing instead? Well, really, I want you to be focusing on creating powerful content from the heart that meets your ideal client where they are and takes them along a journey towards conversion. It's that simple. How you do it is up to you, but just know that you need to support yourself with a framework that allows you to be visible and create content easily. So If you're looking for that support in 2023, then the content effect is the place for you to be. So members have been able to gain more confidence, become more visible and focused. They've increased their consistency, 
created new lead magnets and funnels, and even pitched to podcasts. So if you want to join this beautiful community, then jump on the wait list and grab some exclusive bonuses and a very special thank you gift by clicking the link in the show notes. I hope this episode has given you some fun food for thought for the coming year, but I just want to leave you with this thought that I really want you to remember that nobody, absolutely nobody does you like you do. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for another week. To get more powerful content in your life, make sure you're following along on socials. My handle is at Meld Business. And just in case you're wondering, the groovy music for this podcast was created by Just Here on SoundCloud. I'd also be super grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast so more amazing women like you can experience the power of content. And if you're like, hell Mel, stop talking. I'm ready to work with you now. Here's how we can work some powerful content magic together. Firstly, come and join the content effect. My membership, Inspiring Women with Service-Based Businesses to ditch the content chaos and start creating standout content that gets you noticed and makes sales. You can join us by using the link in the show notes or just Google the content effect. The second way we can work together is via my one-on-one packages. We can create a sustainable content strategy or start to build out your client journey. It's up to you. Hop on over to meldbusinessservices.com.au forward slash services to find out more. Until next time, have a beautiful week and embrace the power of your content.